Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm so delighted you could join us this week. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. And uh, before we go to our callers, several of whom are are on hold, and I, I just wanted to remind everybody that I so appreciate you listening, and I so appreciate you being part of this community. And in celebration of my 100th show, which is coming up, uh, I'm giving away a free one-hour private session, private appointment, and it's valued at $155, and uh, I'm going to do a drawing. So here's how you register for the drawing. I need, I need you to do these three things by May 1st. First one is follow me on Instagram at AskJulieRyan. Second one is write a review about why you like the podcast on iTunes at Ask Julie Ryan. And then we get, okay, let me mute this person. There we go. And then lastly, subscribe to my blog at AskJulieRyan.com. And I'm going to announce the winner on my 100th show, Thursday, May 3rd. 100 shows, that's a lot. And I am so grateful to all of you. And I thought, what can I do to show my appreciation? And so I thought, well, an hour session at 155 bucks, that's a pretty good giveaway. So all these are on my website. If you go to AskJulieRyan.com on the events page, these are all listed. And you can get links to all of these different items on my website. So the Instagram tabs in the upper right-hand corner, you can Get to Ask Julie Ryan on iTunes. Go to the podcast page, and it'll say download on iTunes. You can go to there and leave a review, and then um, the button to to enter your name, your first name, and your email address is on my blog. So sign up for my blog, which comes out every Thursday morning, and it's just a question that somebody has submitted online, and I answer it. Um, you can get that off the site too. So three easy steps, one easy place to go to. And with that, let's go to the phones. I hope you're all having a good week. It's spring break at the University of Alabama, where I'm a sorority, volunteer sorority advisor. My girls are scattered all over the globe, and I know a bunch of other schools are on spring break. Spring break's just kind of starting, and then it'll go, I think, through the pretty much mid-April. And uh, so if you're on spring break, I hope you're having fun and and uh, look forward to hearing about your adventures. So let's go to the phones, and I believe our first caller is Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Well, good evening. Good evening to you. How are you? I'm good. Great. Thanks Where are you calling us from? Me. Oh, you bet. Powell, Ohio. Powell. Right up the road from where I grew up in Columbus. Oh, yes. 
just north. Yeah, yeah, north side of Columbus. So I grew up in a in a neighborhood called Worthington Hills. Does that ring a bell? I have heard of it. Yes. Well, terrific! Well, that's where I—that's where I spent most of my childhood. So, well, do you have a question for me? I do. In the last week or so, the oddest thing has been happening. I live in a pretty wooded lot, and you know, I've got lots of nature, lots of deer. Well, I have two huge hawks that are flying around my house to the point of it's distracting us. Every time, you know, you hear him hitting, landing on the branches or just seeing this huge bird fly by. And huh. I have lived here 20, what, three years. I have never seen, I've seen a hawk in the distance, but not this close to my house. I can take pictures of them. They are like right outside my window. It's a male and a female. And I just, I'm curious, do you think it means anything? Well, I think um, throughout history, certainly in the Shakespearean times and the, uh, um, you know, the Merlin, the magician and Lancelot and all of that, Camelot days, that the hawks were always the prized possessions and they all, they really almost became pets. So it sounds like you've got a couple of pets almost that are hanging around your house. Are they, what are they doing? Are they going after rabbits and rodents and mice and stuff? Well, you know, when I first saw them, I actually went outside and spoke to them and invited them to get the mice because I was having a little mice problem underneath my kitchen sink. That has disappeared. Lovely. But, I, you know, I have lots of squirrels, mice, moles, all, all those little kind of guys. And I can't, I thought maybe they're building a nest. I can't see them carrying anything or I don't see any evidence of a nest. So I'm just really curious. I don't know. And they're and they land on your windowsills or where are you? No, on I have trees close to the house, but they're on branches that are very close to the house, and I can, you know, I feel like we're looking at each other huh. out the window. Interesting. It okay. Is. Well, let me. What I'm going to do, Lisa, is I'm going to connect to you, and then I'm going to connect from you to the the hawk couple <laughs> and yes. let's t- we'll talk to them and let's see okay. what they have to say. And that'll be interesting. And um, cause the fact that they've been around, would you say for a couple of weeks? Yes. Almost, a, almost two full weeks. Wow. All right. And before you've just seen them passing through. Right. Yep. Okay. All right. Well, obviously they've got something that they're liking there with the environment. So, Okay. Here we go. What I'm going to do to connect to Lisa, for those of you that are first-time listeners, is I raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit. And when our spirits are in a body, which is what we all are, having a human experience, when our spirits are in a body, we vibrate at a slower rate simply because the body has mass. So what I am going to do, it takes me a nanosecond, I turn it on and off at will, is I'm going to raise my vibrational level and I'm going to close my eyes and watch a laser beam go from my body to um, hook in with Lisa's in Ohio, outside of Columbus, and then we'll go from her to the Hawks and we'll ask the Hawks some questions and see what they're up to. So here we go. Laser beams heading north. From me, I'm here in Birmingham, Alabama, Lisa, 
and I am heading north to you. Okay, got you. Okay, got the hawks. All right, so I connected to you, and uh, my laser beam went to your right, my left, as I'm looking at you. So is that like where the woods are? Out that direction, if that if there was a laser beam yeah. that went straight through your house? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I can see them. They're not that deep into the woods. I, I get what you're talking about. They're 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 not sitting on your front porch, but they're not that deep into the woods right now. I would imagine it's dark there. Yeah. So it's probably hard to see them, but I can see them. Okay, so what's up? Why are you hanging out here around Lisa? Um, it, well, you invited them. Right to get them. Yes, I did. Stuff. Yes, you did. So the first thing they said was lots to eat, and we really like the woman who lives here, which is <laughs> cute. Um, we wish you would come out and talk to us some more. Uh, it, they're saying it would be nice if you'd leave some popcorn out for them. Huh. That's random. I would Google that, see if hawks will eat popcorn, and they're showing me popcorn like on a pie plate, you know, a pie tin or something, mm-hmm. but it popped popcorn, not the kernels. Okay. So that's bizarre. I've never heard of that before. I'm going to have to ask my future daughter-in-law who's in vet school at Auburn, and they have a big raptor center there, so I'm going to have to have her check into that if hawks like yeah. popcorn. Is that hysterical? <laughs> All right, what else? They're saying you need them right now. Okay, why does she need as a diversion? Do you need them as a diversion? They are a wonderful diversion, and yes, I could use one right now. Okay. So uh, they're saying they'll stay there as long as you need them. Okay. How sweet is it? This is making me kind of weepy. Um, <laughs> Seriously, I, um, I mean, I have tears in my eyes with this. This is so sweet. Okay, so you need a diversion because things are stressful in your life or? My husband's very ill. Okay, all right. So when you see them, do you feel joy or is it just fascination? Yes. It or brings him joy. Above? Anybody who's at my house, this, we just look at the birds. I mean, and they just sit right out the window looking back at us. So it's really cool. Wow. Well, there you go. And they're Any big. Other... How big are they? Like a foot tall. I mean, they're not a teeny little bird. I've always seen hawks mm-hmm. like way up high in the air when they're circling something. Mm-hmm. So, um, a huge so, wingspan. Yeah, what I got was they like you. They feel that you need them. They think they're a diversion. They there's lots to eat there, and they'd like some popcorn. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, thank you. you know, I'll Google, Google the popcorn. The, Google the popcorn and send me a note at um, JuliaAskJulieRyan.com because I'd love to hear that too. I'll probably Google it after the show just because I want to see what the answer is. But that's wild. Okay. Yeah, that is. Well, thank well, you. Enjoy the Hawks. What a, what a great question, and um, good luck with your husband. Thank you. Okay. Thanks for calling. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Bye. All righty. Let's go. Our next caller is Michelle. Hi, Michelle. 
Hi. How are you, girl? Good. Good. Where are you? Um, Harrison, Michigan. It's like central Michigan. Okay. What's it near? Um, Mount Pleasant, CMU, about two and a half hours north of Detroit, an okay. hour and a half north of Lansing. Okay. All right. I know where that is. When you say central Michigan, I know my, I had a girlfriend that lived up in Petoskey, which is way okay. back up north. And yeah. Of course, I know Detroit and <clears throat> I've been yeah. to a few games at Ann Arbor in my day, rooting for the Buckeyes. But, um, <laughs> but anyways, well, good. Well, how are things up there? Do you guys have oh, snow? We do. Yeah, it's been snowing on and off all day, actually. Oh, geez. Is that part of that next storm that's supposed to wallop the East Coast again? Um, I'm not sure. Yeah. Wow. Well, so you back ready for some springtime? Yes, I am for sure. <laughs> I bet. I bet. <clears throat> Excuse me. I have blooming trees down here in Sweet Home, Alabama, and I was cutting some branches off of one yesterday late afternoon, and I put it in an arrangement, and my husband came in, and he said, Where, where'd you get those? I said, right out of the driveway, right on the other side of the driveway. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so come on down, because it's beautiful down here. I'm actually heading down to Tampa next oh, week. Perfect. So, <laughs> are you driving or flying? No, we're flying. I'm going for work. So, oh, well, they'll have pretty stuff there as well. Yeah, there. I don't know how much blooming they're going to have, but um, you know, I mean, they'll have their regular stuff blooming. Well, yeah. how may I help you this evening? You got a question for me? I do. I'm calling about my husband. He's a recovering opiate addict. And okay. as far as I know, he's been sober since about mid-October. So I was just oh. calling to see if the the hell of it is over and he's going to stay straight and narrow. <laughs> God bless him. Wow. God bless you, too. Um, yeah. Okay. So what I'll do, Michelle, is I'm going to hook into you with my laser beam okay. like what I just did with Lisa. And then from you, what's your husband's name? William. William, I'm going to hook into William, and I will ask his permission if I can scan him. He may say yes, he may say no. If he says no, then I won't scan him because I believe that's a, an invasion of privacy. Okay. And it's an ethical thing with me. I turn my abilities on and off at will, as I mentioned, and, and I don't scan anybody, but I don't have their permission to scan. So, but... If he won't let me scan him, that's still okay because we can ask questions and get answers. Okay. okay. But it's not necessary. It's not an invasion of their privacy that it's, you know, I'm looking at their health and their body parts internally yeah. and stuff like that. So let me do that. Did You didn't mention to him by any chance or did you that you were going to talk to me tonight? Um, I mentioned it the other day, but he he might have forgot. So I didn't mention it today just because I didn't know. Yeah. How are you doing with all of this? Cautiously optimistic? Um, Yeah, it hasn't been easy, but I'm I'm hopeful that he'll keep his stuff together. So Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. I can't even imagine, girl. All right. (laughs) So here we go. Laser Beam's heading up to that state up north what I grew up saying in Columbus because of the <laughs> University of Michigan that stayed up north. 
Woody Hayes, when I was in school, was the coach of the Buckeyes football team, and he would never say the word Michigan. It was hysterical. Oh, geez. And so they called it that state up north. So, okay, I have you. All right, going to William. Okay, I've got William. William, I'm talking to your wife, Michelle. She wants me to energetically scan you. Do I have your permission? No. He's saying no before I even... Yeah, I didn't think so. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, it's worth a try. Yeah. um, Let's ask some questions. Uh, Is so? Do you have questions you want to ask? You want me to just kind of formulate them? Just go ahead. All right. So, is William still in? um, Is William still sober uh, and staying away from opioids? Um, At this moment in time, I get a yes. Yes. Now, spirits are really literal, Michelle. Mm -hmm. So we need to be super specific about the questions we ask. And we're asking God, the universe, your spirit guides, his spirit guides, deceased loved ones, the whole group, angels. Okay. So Mm -hmm. they're super, super literal. And um, the more specific we can get with a question, the better it's going to be. So okay. what's another question we can ask? I get right now that he's sober. Yeah. Has William used opioids since he stopped in, what'd you say, October? Yeah. So has he used opioids since October? I get no. I get a no. Yeah. I don't think he has because he's been getting getting what they call a Vivitrol shot. So it's an opiate blocker. Mm-hmm. Um, it helps addicts like not crave the opiates and he would get sick if he took them. Okay. So I do believe that he's been sober, but I'm more worried about like what happens when he stops getting that shot because they only recommend it for a year. So I don't, I just kind of wondered if it's going to go back to it or. (laughs) Well, here's how future things work, Michelle. Okay. There are so many variables that come into play when we're looking at future events. Obviously, his free will, obviously, lots of other parts and pieces that come into play. And Mm -hmm. so. When we're predicting things, we can say, at this moment in time, will William resume his addictive behavior and go back on opioids? At this moment in time, I get a no. Good. So in the future, will William resume his addictive behavior with opioids? I get a no. Again, it's Good. at this moment in time. Now, mm-hmm. see, that's real specific. If I ask, in the future, will William resume addictive behavior? I mean, that could be like to what? Milk duds or ice cream or whatever. Yeah. Even on that, Michelle, at this moment in time, I get a no. Oh, good. So is it in William's best interest to remain taking the shots that help him avoid opioids? I get a yes. Will it be in William's best interest to take the shots longer than for the first year? I get a no. Okay. So um, obviously you want to have a, you know, a contingency plan 
in place in the event that he does. You need to have an idea of what you're going to do. But yeah. at the end of the day, you follow the yellow brick road. You know, you take one step forward and then the next step's going to appear to you and you take that step and then the next step appears and you take that, that step. Because when we think too far in the future, our brains can't comprehend all the different scenarios that could arise. And mm-hmm. so that's when we get into the panic mode. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And, it, and it's got to be panicking for, I can't even imagine what you've been through. But yeah. What I asked before about William, you can ask on anything. Is it in my best interest to finish the sentence? The first thing that pops into your head as fast as you can snap your fingers is going to be divine guidance. If you think about it for more than a couple of seconds, that's going to be your brain answering you. Okay? And be as specific as you can. This moment in time is a really good way to do it. Is it in my best interest to? And, you know. Everything from, is it in my best interest to eat this piece of chocolate cake or this piece of carrot cake? You're going to get an answer. First thing is it in my, your head. Is it in my best interest to stay with him? Are you married to him now? Yeah. Okay. So is it in Michelle's best interest to remain married to William at this moment in time? What's the first thing that pops into your head? Me? You're thinking too long. You're thinking too long. Oh, yeah. I didn't know if I should answer. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think, what was the first yes. Question? I got a yes, too, before the question was even asked. Okay. Yeah. So, Good. you know, <laughs> it's at this moment in time. Ask it again in a week. Ask it again if you're, if you're feeling frustrated. But remember, when you start getting scared about what the future is going to hold, just remember that's your brain freaking out because it can't comprehend all the scenarios that can happen. So go okay. back, come back into the present. At this moment in time, is it in my best interest to remain married to William? And you're going to get an okay. answer. Okay? Okay. And then, and then what you're going to find is the more you do that, Michelle, the easier it's going to be, the faster the information is going to come in. And, and if you get something that doesn't feel right, rephrase the question. Make it more specific. Okay. Okay. And you can always email me too. Okay. And, you know, if you've got one question or call into the show or schedule a private consult and we can do okay. a deep dive. But, um, but I promise it's going to, it's really going to help relieve a lot of that fear. Okay. You just stay, you know, people say stay in the present. Well, how do you do that when you're looking at something that could be catastrophic for your family? Yeah, especially just because it did get so bad last summer and fall, so. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So, you know, just at this moment in time, and is it in my best interest? And that's going to really be super helpful to you. Okay, Okay. thank you. Okay, you bet. Thanks for calling. Okay. Good luck, girl. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, our next caller is Allie. Hi, Allie. Hello, how are you? I'm well, how are you? Good. It's been a Good. while. <laughs> I know it. Please tell everybody where you're calling from. Um, I'm calling from Columbus, Ohio. Yes. Go Bucks. Go Bucks. <laughs> Lots of Ohio callers tonight. <laughs> I'm telling you, you're the second one in Michigan. It's like all that, you know. I know. Ohio We're all really close. Stuff. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, what's going on up there? 
Um, March Madness is going on, but that's everywhere. Yeah. But you know, right. big deal right now. So that's that's about it. Just waiting for spring. You know, so. my my nephew had a birthday on Tuesday. And so I talked to him on his birthday. He turned 24 and I sent him money for his birthday. And I said, well, what are you doing for your birthday? And he said, well, I'm going to be with a bunch of my friends and we're going to be doing the brackets for the March Madness. Mm -hmm. And I said, great. And he said, yeah. He said, I said, where are you going to do that? And he said, well, this little restaurant and there's a back room that's private. And so we're going to be in there. I said, Oh, like the old gangster movies, huh? Where the, yeah. <laughs> the bookies are in yeah, some, that's back, so funny. some back room that, you know, yeah. they're all smoke-filled and all that. Yes. And all, so and he was laughing. He said, well, I never thought of it that way. And I said, yeah. well, it, it probably is illegal. And he goes, oh, no, everybody bets on the brackets. Yeah, said, yeah. they do. <laughs> I thought that was just a riot. We're going to be is. in a back room of a restaurant. Right. <laughs> Well, how may I help you this evening? Well, it's uh, it's it's probably a very silly question, but I have had this overwhelming sense that I am pregnant or that I'm going to be pregnant very, very soon, which is fine. We want another baby, but I was hoping that it would happen like we're getting married in August, but regardless, it doesn't really matter to either of us when it happens. But this is the same thing that happened when I got pregnant with Lucy almost six years ago and like I have all these just weird signs popping up and I just like if it's not now then I just wanted to know if it was like if it's that soon if that's why I'm feeling so weird because I knew I was going to get pregnant with Lucy before I got pregnant so it was weird mm-hmm. and I'm having kind of the same like feelings Lucy came home with a book today from school that said my little sister my baby sister like oh my gosh <laughs> like, okay universe <laughs> Wow. So that's, I just that's didn't hilarious. Know. <laughs> I know. So um, I didn't know because I knew last time we talked that my little blend of the Good Witch baby orb was on my shoulder still. So I just didn't know if they were, they were still hanging out there or. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll, I'm going to look at you and see, but okay. have you done a pregnancy test yet? No, it's still too early. I see. Okay. I thought those things could detect it like three days out. I know. I'm very laid back about it typically, but I'm like, I just feel weird. Like, Yeah. Okay. So what Allie's talking about, everybody, her Glenda the Good Witch orb is (laughs) babies attached to the mother's, baby spirits attached to the mother's energy field before they're conceived. And they look like an orb that you see in a photograph maybe a family photograph, you've seen those orbs. And most people say, well, the light was weird. Well, no, the light wasn't weird. What it, what it showed was those orbs are spirits. And our digital cameras take the pictures so fast that they're showing up in photographs. I have people send me pictures all the time and they'll say, can you tell us who's in this picture? And invariably, it's a dead grandma or a aunt or a whomever. But it looks like, and it reminds me of, and this is what Allie's talking about, it reminds me of when Glenda the Good Witch in The Wizard of Oz would float inside of an orb into Munchkin Land. And that's exactly what it looks like. It just looks like a, an orb, like a ball of energy. So, okay, Allie, here we go. Laser beam heading back to Columbus. All right, got you. Okay, yeah, that, that orb's really close. If you're not okay. pregnant, you're you're going to be pregnant soon. So if you want to hold off, yeah, I mean, it doesn't really matter. Do. I just 
Yeah. I know. I just have this weird feeling. It's going to happen the same thing. Like within the next like three months, I just have this weird, like, yeah, I don't believe you're pregnant yet at this moment in time, or if you are, you're just, I mean, really, really, really early. Normally when somebody's pregnant, the, I can see the fetus, even if it's just a cluster of cells, I'm still seeing the orb above your right shoulder. Okay. Okay. And there's another one behind it. Did I tell you that before? Well, we want three, so I was okay. wondering. I was hoping that, like, maybe yeah. there would be more than just one. There is. <laughs> there's one There's one off in the distance, and yeah. uh, what it reminds me of is if you drive by an airport at night and you can see the planes getting ready oh, to yeah. land, and they have their lights on, their landing lights on, and they're stacked off in the distance, and you can see the one that's landing the soonest, and then there's another one out a little further, and oh, then there's yeah. one than that, especially in big, busy airports. LAX, I used to drive by LAX in Los Angeles all the time, and it was so fun because they'd have like five runways that were open, and these planes would be landing in on parallel runways, and there'd be four or five planes all coming in at the same time, but there'd be 10 of them in, in oh. for each runway. And so it was oh so cool. It still is mm-hmm. to drive by that and to see all those planes lined up. And that's what babies orbs look like baby spirits yeah. before they attach. And also um, just FYI, everybody, baby spirits, both for birth babies and adopted babies, adopted baby spirits attached to the mother's energy field too, before they, they end up with that family which I think is really mm-hmm. remarkable. I think that's, that's just fascinating. So yeah. So very cool. So okay. did you buy your wedding just, dress already? I did. That's why I was like, okay, like if I'm like three months pregnant when we get married, like that's fine. I can swing it still. But I'm like, if I'm five months, it might be coming close. So. Well, like what I was just talking with, with Michelle, you know, just don't think that far in the future. Right. And I'm not. I and mean, then, like I said, regardless. I'll work out. It's yeah. a blessing regardless. And my, like, just how we are, we're very laid back about things. And if it happens, it's great. If right. not, but I just, it's the same feeling I had with Lucy. And it was, like, I'm, like I feel like it's just so close. I just can't explain the feeling. So, so let's ask this. Is it, it um, will Allie be pregnant when she gets married in August? What's the first thing that pops in your head? Yes. I got a yes, too. Okay. Yes, too. So keep yeah. it posted. Let us know. So I said, I just had this weird feeling, so I just want to make sure that my feelings are in tune with yours. <laughs> so. I think they are. I think you're good, girl. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, thank you. Thanks for calling. Have Take a care. good time. Bye. You too. Bye-bye. Most of us have busy lives and we know that we're not getting the nutrients and the vitamins and the minerals that we need. So I'm always looking for easy ways to ingest them. I found one, it's called Beam Minerals. And what I find is that most of us don't get enough potassium, magnesium, and calcium. Those are the big three. And so what Beam Minerals does is it's put all these minerals in a liquid form that's easy to drink because it tastes like water. It's got all these important minerals and a whole bunch of other ones. And I find that they're really helpful. They save me time. They're easy to take. And I suggest that you give them a try. Go to Beam Minerals. B as in boy, E-A-M, 
minerals, plural.com and use the code Julie Ryan altogether, no space at checkout and you'll get 20% off your order. That's beam minerals, B-E-A-M minerals.com and use Julie Ryan at checkout and you'll get a 20% discount. Give it a try and let me know what you think. Okay, I believe our next caller is Angie. Hi, Angie. Oh, hello. How are you? I'm great, thanks. I can barely hear you. Can you hold the phone closer? Or sure, how's get that? There, perfect, perfect. Where are you? Where are you calling us from? I am up in central New York. Oh, terrific. Well, you're covered in snow too, probably, right? You got it. Oh, geez. Come on down. <laughs> now until forever. <laughs> oh, I keep seeing people posting stuff. I go, okay, I'm, I'm really over this. And you have another uh-huh. storm coming in, right? And there another do. storm coming in? Oh, geez. Yep, it's a perpetual winter. This one's been a rough one on you guys, I know. Yes. <laughs> I talked to a friend who was in Manhattan last week. Right, and she lives in Kansas City, and she, she got there, oh. and, they, and they were staying in her brother and sister-in-law's home, and they're in Florida for the winter, and they lost power, and they lost water. Oh, no, that's a trip. home, and she said, and we couldn't go anywhere because nobody was driving, and we didn't uh-huh. have a car. So, wow. Just, she said, I've never been so glad to get out of a place in my life. Right, I'm sure. <laughs> So, anyways, well, you got a question for me? I do. Okay. Um, so, I, I kind of got some news today, and I was kind of expecting it, but um, I'm curious if you can kind of tap into my guides and see what they have for me um, right at this moment in time, the most pertinent thing that I need to hear, I guess. Okay. So, what's going on? Um, I... I, I knew it was coming. I kind of intuitively knew it was coming, but um, my work situation will be changing. They are going to um, automated machines. Oh, so okay. it's eliminating my position. Okay. Um, so that's okay. that. <laughs> okay. So you're looking for some guidance on what the next step is? Yes. Okay. And And... So you haven't done anything yet to even look around. Do you want to stay in that area? Um, I kind of feel like this is my push to step into what I, um, just to step into something bigger. But, you know, mm-hmm. I feel like it's divinely guided and, you know, the timing might be right. I will be offered another position, but I just don't feel that I'm not feeling it. Okay. You know, I feel like it's the safe thing, but I'm not feeling it. So what do you want to do? If you had a blue slate, blue sky, clean slate, or blue slate too, if you want that. Right. <laughs> my, my tongue had to catch up with my brain there for a minute. Um, and you could design the most perfect career for yourself that was fun and money was was plentiful and all of that. What would it, what would it be? What would it look like? Being an entrepreneur. Okay. I have had that mindset my entire life and you know I don't have all of these ideas and then I kind of I fall back into the safety of the paycheck and I let all the others go to the side so 
Yeah. Um, there's tons of things that I could do. It's just a matter of, you know, figuring out which one I need to focus on and, um, you know, which, which one's uh, calling me the most, I guess. Right. And is there one specific area one that you're thinking as far as being an um, entrepreneur? So I've definitely started working on my intuitive abilities. Um, just, you know, I'm tapping into things around me and I can definitely sense spirits. I can't see them. Um, I'm getting divine downloads and different things like that. But, you know, I just don't know what the next step to take is. And I kind of have that fear around it. Right. Um, and is that, you know, going to support me and uh-huh. all of those things. Right. Right. Well, and I can tell you, I've been doing this for 25 years, and I learned how to do all of these mm-hmm. skills that I do. And uh, and new stuff comes in all the time. Mm-hmm. Like It's like my abilities continue to get better. In the past, well, I don't know, since last spring, almost in the past year, I'm starting to see like DNA get resequenced, especially in cancer wow. patients. Well, I never mm-hmm. saw that before, but... Like I said, I've been doing it 25 years. So I think you're absolutely right that our, the more we do it, the more the information comes in, the more. And then the, when you get validated on stuff, then, mm-hmm. then you learn to trust your intuit, intuition more and more. And even at this stage of the game, it's great to get validated because, right. you know, I mean, I'm like, yeah, well, that's what I'm seeing. Thanks for letting me know. That's what happened. But even mm-hmm. after all these years, I mean, it's still nice to be validated. That's the human part of me, right? And, and same with you. Okay. So you want me to talk to, let's, you want me to get your spirit guides on the line and you want to ask them some questions? That sounds great. Okay. All right. So here we go. Laser beam heading to you in New York and got you. Okay. There's seven spirit guides behind you. They're in a semicircle. They're in a horseshoe shape. They all look like versions of Father Time. Tall, short, medium build, big, fat, skinny. They're all wearing white gowns, rope, rope belts. They all have beards. They all have long white hair. They all have sparkly eyes. And then when we focus on individual ones, then they morph into whatever they looked like in the lifetime that they lived. That correlates with what you're going through right now. So mm-hmm. let's go to your main spirit guide, which is the first one on your at your right, on your right shoulder. And, um, oh, interesting. Okay, the second one's saying he wants to, that spirit guide wants to, <laughs> that's interesting. That spirit guide wants to talk because he believes that he's got more to say. Interesting. <laughs> I don't know that I've ever had that happen before, Is So well, that's kind of interesting. Usually it's the, you know, the leader of the pack is the first one, but this one wants to talk. Okay. So, um, okay, this um, is a woman. She lived in 1947. She's American. She lived in Pittsburgh. She worked, and again, I don't edit anything I get, Angie. I just report what I get. But this woman telling me her name is Helen. So remember that. You can talk to Helen. And she worked for what was known as Allegheny Airlines. And I know that there were there was an airline when I was growing up in, out of Pittsburgh called Allegheny Airlines. So you probably want to Google that. Wow. Um, but she's dressed in, a, in an old-fashioned stewardess's uniform. And back when stewardesses were flying, especially early till like the 
probably about 1970, it was really glamorous to be a stewardess. Mm-hmm. And they, I have a couple of friends who were stewardesses back then. And I mean, they weighed them every time before they were going on a trip. They wanted to be sure that they didn't surpass the weight limits because they all wanted them to look like models. And she's got on a skirt and a jacket and one of these little hats. And you can Google mm-hmm. this and you'll see what I'm talking about. It's navy blue. She's got on pantyhose or probably regular hose back then and, um, and blue high heels to match. And she's got on white gloves. So, all right, Ellen, what's being a stewardess? Uh, I mean, Angie, I do you want to be a stewardess? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm going, okay, why are you her spirit guide? What do you do? Okay, she's talking about adventure. She mm-hmm. said that she's saying that that back in 1947 that it was really an adventure to be a stewardess because she got to go to all these fabulous places mm-hmm. and experience all these fabulous things. And she's telling me that regardless of what you choose, that it will have a sense of adventure. Do you want to travel? Is that part of the thing that is interesting to you? Um, in terms of work, no, but I absolutely would love the freedom to travel with my kids and, you know, experience okay. all that. Okay. So that's what's going on there. Um, she's saying, as far as an entrepreneurial venture, she's saying start it on the side while you still have a paycheck coming in. And there's stuff that you can do in the evenings and, and the weekends, and you'll find time, and it will, it, and you'll know when you're on it because time will fly. And I'm an entrepreneur, Angie. I've I've started nine companies in five different industries over the past 35 years, and I promise you, I always have money coming in from another source when I'm starting something new. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, I think. Uh, pay attention to whatever this new offer is going to be, at least in the short run, to keep money coming in so that you can pay the bills. And then take one step at a time on the entrepreneurial thing. Don't be so focused about how it's going to happen, when it's going to happen, where it's going to happen. You'll be led. Like what mm-hmm. I was saying to Michelle earlier, I say follow the yellow brick road. You know, we got a bunch of Wizard of Oz um mm references tonight but you take one step and then the next step you're going to be led to the next step and then you take that step and then you're going to be led to the next step and you take that step and then the Mm adventure is going to continue to unfold but you don't Mm -hmm. have to figure it all out ahead of time because Mm -hmm. I'm here to tell you there is not a business plan ever written that a small company a medium-sized company or a big publicly traded company ever follows to the T ever Mm -hmm. never because Stuff never unfolds like we think it's going to unfold, ever. Definitely. Okay. So um, get keep keep an income coming in, but but your focus, you know, focus on the stuff that brings you joy, and that's going to lead you to whatever the next adventure is. Okay. Does that help? That does. Okay, Helen, 1947 awesome. Pittsburgh <laughs> Allegheny Airlines. Go check that out. Awesome. I will. Thank you so much. Okay. Thanks for calling. Good luck. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay. We do the show every Thursday night 
at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific. You can find this information a multitude of places. On my website at AskJulieRyan.com, scroll down to the bottom of the homepage and you'll see all this information. Uh, In the podcast show notes, wherever you download podcasts, it's in there. It's on my blog that I release every Thursday morning and it's a question somebody has submitted online and then I answer it. It's in the body of the email. I also post on social media, on Instagram and Facebook, both at Ask Julie Ryan. And uh, and I'll post something with all the call-in information just as a reminder. And then lastly, on YouTube, I post it there too. So when you're on my site, sign up for my newsletter. That's what you have to do for the drawing anyways, for the free session. And uh, and also um, schedule a, a session. And then we'll have a whole hour to talk about whatever you want. I had somebody send me a question, send me an email today, and she said, "Well, can can we spend the hour talking about deceased loved ones and spirit guides, and can you do a medical scan?" And I said, "Yeah, all the above, whatever time allows. We can talk about any and all you want to talk about, and it's really fun when we do that." So. Here's a question that was submitted online, and it came from Amy, and Amy is in Lakeland, Florida, and she asked, Hi, Julie. I absolutely love your show. I was very intrigued with your previous blog on angels and their energies and vibrations. I once had a past life regression where the medium saw me as an angel, and I was kind of floored. I had never heard of that. The medium had never seen it either. In that past life, I was supposedly persecuted as an angel because I was fighting for love and justice. When the medium spoke of this, I instantly saw a flash of me from the back, chained and wearing a white robe. Her referring to me as an angel weirded me out because I always thought of angels being at a much higher vibration than humans. Then when I read your blog, I was really interested in learning more. I've tried to research others who've had similar regressions but can't find much. My question is, have you experienced this with others, people who've had past lives as angels? Can you tap into that life or can you see this scenario in any of my past lives? In my current life, I've felt somewhat nervous around older men. I do feel I was persecuted in a past life, probably many. Thank you and so much love, Amy. And here's my response. Hi, Amy. Thanks for your kind words about my show. I love doing it. Regarding my previous blog about angels, the one in which I said angels can reincarnate as humans, but humans cannot reincarnate as angels, I still get, that means the information that I receive from, I call it divine guidance, divine information, I still get this is true. I also get humans are a more evolved species than angels. In addition, I believe you were indeed an angel in a past life, but weren't persecuted in that lifetime. Rather, you were persecuted in several human lifetimes. So, in order to get more information for you, I first energetically connected to you and then asked to be shown any of your past lifetimes in which you were persecuted for love and or justice, especially the one where you saw yourself from behind, dressed in a white robe and chained to the wall. Although 17 lifetimes presented as ones in which you were persecuted, the one you saw was in Egypt in the year 734 AD. You were a slave girl being punished for drinking water from a well reserved only for the wealthy. Your sentence was three months in a prison. Back then, everyone was chained to a wall. 
Lastly, I haven't ever seen any past lives where someone was an angel. You're my first. And I agree with you. The whole concept of angels becoming humans and vice versa is really fascinating. Thanks for submitting such an interesting question. Hope this information clarifies things for you. And then Amy, I sent that blog out this morning to everybody, and then Amy responded a couple of hours later, and here's her response, which this makes it really fun, I think, when when people respond to the questions they've submitted. And uh, her response was, wow, Julie, thanks so much for the confirmation. This is absolutely fascinating. I definitely need to call to schedule a one-hour consult to do a deeper dive. But thank you so much for validating this for me. Ha ha. I have to laugh because does this mean I'm a fallen angel? (laughs) Am I a different vibration slash energy than humans? And she put in parentheses, just joking. But it is pretty amazing. I've always felt different. But in a way, I can't describe. Thank you for this so much. Looking forward to scheduling with you soon. And then she said, P.S., my past life in Egypt resonates so much. It's like I can picture her so vividly with your description. Much love, Julie. Thank you, Amy. So I thought that was a really interesting, interesting question, interesting concept. I think that we all think of angels as being so much more evolved than we humans. And that's not what I'm getting. And I also know that if you ever feel a spirit around you, and like Amy said, it's weirding you out or it's freaking you out, just tell them to go away. Because I do know that we're much more powerful in our bodies when our spirits are in our body than just a spirit. So when people are in buildings or houses or whatever with hauntings or, you know, they can feel a presence and, and they feel it like all the hair on the back of their neck is standing up or they have goosebumps. And if it's really freaking you out, just say, hey, go away. And they will. They'll leave. So because you're more powerful. All right. Let's go back to the phones. And I believe our next caller is Jane. Hi, Jane. Hi, Julie. How are you doing? I'm well. How are you? I'm doing good. Terrific. Where are you? I'm in Toronto. Oh, terrific. All right. What's mm-hmm. going on up there? Uh, it's cold. Still winter. Yeah, I bet. I bet. <laughs> you guys have snow? Um. We had it hasn't stayed on the ground, which uh-huh. is good. Oh, <laughs> yeah. good. Well, good. Well, you have a question for me? Yes. Um, I lost my sense of smell and taste a couple of years ago. I think more than four years ago now, uh, from a bad cold or virus that I got while I was on vacation in Hawaii. Uh, can you please do a scan to see what's blocking yeah. my sense of smell and taste? I went. Sure. Uh, you know, I've seen a. ENT doctor, but he didn't find anything. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So here we go. Laser beams heading up to you in Toronto. All right. Got you. Okay. Yeah. Like the, you know, how the raccoon, how a raccoon has, looks like a mask. You know, they look like a burglar with the mat, the <laughs> black part around their eyes. That whole part of your forehead looks like it's not plugged in to the energy field. <laughs> At all. It would be like if you were a raccoon and you had that black fur that uh-huh. makes it look like you have a mask on. So what I'm doing is I'm I'm going to get underneath that and see if I can bust it. It almost has a um, kind of a um, uh, shell of a walnut consistency, but not that thick. 
Does that make okay. sense? It's got like a little bit of a hard consistency, but it's cracking. What I'm doing is I'm okay. I'm getting it off so I can see underneath and see what's going on um, underneath that part of your. It's like your sinuses and your eyes and your nose are just not plugged into the. Okay, so was there any? Has there been any trauma in the last nine years that you? that you witnessed or didn't want to see or trying to forget or does that ring a bell at all? Trauma. Trauma, um, like maybe even just seeing an accident or seeing somebody get hurt or maybe not even physically, but emotionally. Um, actually witnessing it or ex- how about experiencing like um, any kind of trauma, like maybe a- an experience I've had um, yeah. from a work, from a work situation. Yeah, something that you didn't want to see or hear about. That it was okay. just it was it, and it doesn't have to mean like you know you were attacked or something, but it was something that you would consider to be really life altering or a traumatic thing, even if it was emotional. Yeah, I was bullied yeah. at work. Yeah, okay. I was bullied at work, yeah, and until now, <laughs> I'm still being bullied. All right. Okay. This is this is an emotional thing, Jane, and okay. what I would suggest, just because of time, because I've only got six minutes left, and I'm going to try and get another caller on, um, well, I guess they've dropped off. Okay, so I've got time. This is an emotional thing, but I would still, I would schedule a private session so we can do a really deep dive on this. But what I'm going to do in the meantime, since everybody else has left, I had several other callers, but they probably figured they weren't going to get on. But um, what I'm going to do is let me go ahead and do a healing on you and then call me because when I do a medical healing, Jane, there are three parts. First part is the diagnosis, so we know that already. I mean, I could see that. I've removed this kind of this shield. It, it reminds me of, have you seen those sleep masks that people wear? Yeah. Know, like, to block out the light? It's like we yeah. removed the mask. So that's okay. the first thing. That's, that's part one. Part two is there's always a healing that occurs. And that started with removing that. And then there'll be more that'll come from that. And then the third area is... We are spiritual beings in a human body having a human experience. And the best analogy I can make of how this all looks is if you go, I know you either you've gone to the pet store, you've known somebody, or you've seen a goldfish being bought at a pet store and, and brought home in a plastic bag of water, right? Yeah. I mean, can you picture that? You know, a little goldfish swimming <laughs> around in a bag of water. And you're yeah. going to bring it home and put it in a fishbowl. Well, the fish represents our body. The water represents our spirit. And the plastic bag represents our energy field membrane. It's the container for our spirit and our body, which is all holographic. You with me okay. so far? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. When there's an, um, an emotional trauma either in this lifetime or a past lifetime, I see a terror or a hole in that membrane. It allows energy to leak out of the body. All right? Okay. So it would be like if you 
put a slit in that bag of water with the goldfish in it, eventually the water's going to, you know, leak out of it. And it's the, the fish is going to be in trouble because mm-hmm. he's not going to have enough water, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so that's caused by an emotional trauma. And it can be something as insignificant as somebody called you a bad name when you were three and it hurt your feelings to something significant like you're being bullied at work and it's a huge problem. Okay, Mm -hmm. or even worse. Mm -hmm. What happens is it causes an energy block. It builds pressure over time, causes a blowout in that membrane that reminds me of really thin plastic wrap, like the saran wrap they use for an industry in restaurants and in grocery stores. You know, that stuff's thinner than the stuff we get for our homes normally. But that membrane needs to be repaired. And how we repair it is I go into the, to the hole or the tear and I'm shown some kind of a scene. And oh. as soon as we illuminate it, that tear repairs and then it lets the body run on optimal power. So let's do that in a private session because it, it'll yeah. get involved and it'll just give us more time. In the meantime, yeah. what I'm going to do is I'm going to, I'm going to see what I can do to get your sense of smell and taste, at least operating, you know, in the interim till we can fix you completely and help you help you solve this altogether. Okay. That would, that would that be great. Good? Okay. Yes. So here we go. Yeah, there's a really big tear, Jane. It goes okay. from the middle of your sternum above your breast. It goes down to below your belly button. It's big and it's gaping. So we want to fix that. So let's do that in a private session. But in the meantime, what I'm going to do is get these um, senses turned back on. Okay. So what I'm watching is I'm watching new tissue generate in your sinuses and in your throat and on your tongue. And it looks like clear fog with sparkles in it. If you imagine Tinkerbell blew a handful of sparkles into a clear cloud, all right? Mm-hmm. I call that stem cell energy, and it regenerates whatever, tissue, bone, cartilage, organs, whatever. You're getting new tissue generated, and it's, it's um, spending a lot of time swirling around in the back of your throat right now. Kind of, okay. uh, you know, where your tonsils and your throat and all of that taste buds, I think, are in the in the tongue. But uh, for some reason, I spent a lot of time in the back of your throat. And then it's, you know, how your throat connects to your sinuses, and that's how they drain your sinuses. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. swirling around in your sinuses, it's swirling around in your throat. It's going very fast. It's going to be interesting when we talk next to see if that started to come back. I believe it will. But I believe we need to do the emotional work to get it back, to get it to stay, and to get it back completely. Okay? Okay. Okay. Well, I'll so, you. Yeah. Just go to com. You'll see book an appointment and just pick a date and time, and then we'll we'll have a whole hour to figure this out. Sure. And fix okay. It. That would be great. Yep. Okay. Thanks, Thanks so Jane. much, Thanks for Appreciate calling. It. Take care. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, everybody, we're about out of time again. That went fast. Really fun. Go to my website, com slash events. 
or just go to the website and click on the events tab and, um, and register for all that stuff. And uh, hopefully we can do a private session. And in the meantime, schedule a private session. And um, looking forward to talking to all of you next week. And I hope you have a terrific weekend. Thanks for calling. Bye, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan and like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com. This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.